Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. And Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa, no matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Present Round Guy Radio Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. On today's episode, I'm visiting with Chad Schneider, president of Penn City Cruisers Car Club of Fort Madison. Hello. Hey, Chad, welcome to Southeast Iowa Today. Thank you very much. It's great to have you on. And Chad, as I've said in the open that you haven't heard, but you'll hear once uh, you you get to hear the playback of this uh, interview, that you are the president of Penn City Cruisers Car Club in Fort Madison, Iowa, and you are a car guy, sir. I mean, when it comes to Southeast Iowa, you are very connected in the uh, car enthusiast scene, and since we are now into springtime, even though the weather doesn't feel like it at the moment, uh, we're we're definitely into the uh, car scene for 2023. So, just thought I'd uh, you know pick your brain a little bit, talk cars, talk uh, talk the hobby in general. And so, again, thank you for being on board. And uh, I know the uh, Penn City Cruisers Car Club. You are the president of that. Tell the Southeast Iowa Today listeners. A little bit about Penn City Cruisers. Well, Penn City Cruisers is centralized in Fort Madison, Iowa. Uh, it's been a club for about eight years now. Um, I've been president for the last four years. I've been in the club for eight years, probably since the beginning or shortly after the inauguration of the club. Just a bunch of friends getting together, having a good time. Uh, we do more and more events lately than we did at the beginning because you kind of how it is you kind of got to get settled in you got to get the hang of everything get your members numbers up and so on it's been a good time and hopefully we'll be around for a while yeah well speaking of uh members and numbers how many folks are members of the penn city cruisers in fort madison currently we're at i think it's 113 members and we're at about 95 cars i think Wow. There, we do have several members in the club that have added their children, and then they have their children come to the shows with them. So it's kind of fun when they add their family members and a younger generation. Uh, we have a few members that have multiple vehicles that they take to car shows. They have their son or their wife or their, a friend drive multiple cars to the events with us. So it's kind of a good variety. Well, that that is very cool, and it's nice that the, the family gets involved, and it's really a a hobby that uh, is, it's kind of a moving history in a way. I mean, uh, just in your club alone, I'm sure you've got cars from several different decades all gathered at once. So you're actually seeing moments of time, time capsules right there on a city square or in a, a parking lot of an establishment or such. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we Like you mentioned there, we got people with brand new cars. We got people with Model A's, Model T's, and then we got everything in between. It's it's a good variety. And and when you're talking about Model T's, you're talking about cars that are a hundred years old now. Yes, and you don't see those very often. If you do, they're usually non-running vehicles, covered in dust. 
yeah. Well, it's incredible. What is your uh, what is your riot of choice? I have a 2000 Chevy Camaro Super Sport. In two years, wow. it'll technically be a classic. So that's exciting. <laughs> that you know that is that's the amazing thing about the 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 car hobby because you know when I think about when you said a 2000, I'm like man, that's practically a new car. But then you think, no, it's 23 years old. And, yeah. and, and it makes me think back. I have a 1970 Dodge Charger. Some of the listeners know about it. And I know you, of course, know about it. And I've got it uh, all tricked up to look like the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard TV show. Well, when I bought that car in 1997, that Dodge Charger, that 1970 Dodge Charger, it was 27 years old. And when I started taking it to car shows and cruise-ins, you know, it was 25 years makes it a classic. So it was two years um, older than that. But there were guys back then that considered my car a new car. (laughs) Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just, it just shows you the uh, generations that are involved um, in this hobby and it's a neat opportunity to cement those generations together with that common thread of the love of the automobile. Yes. It's it's incredible. Well, you are also uh, involved with something that's really neat on Facebook. It's called Car Guys, the Southeast Iowa Facebook page. And I understand you're the co-founder of that? Correct. Tell us, tell us a little history on that. About seven or eight years ago, it was it was 2015, so it should be around eight years this year. Uh, my best friend growing up, which I met through the car scene, uh, Brian Brown, he just asked me one winter if I would be willing to help run this page. So I just asked him, well, I've never done something like that. Kind of run by me, what do you want me to do? It ended up just being about 40 of us buddies that are in the car scene and ones we grew up when we just grew up with that we wanted to just kind of keep in touch with each other through the winter because we started it November 1st, 2015. So we just wanted to keep tabs on each other, keep tabs on our projects in the garage. And then I added some other of my friends. He added some of his friends. Our friends added their friends and so on and so forth. You see the pattern. So it went from 40 members the first winter up to present day today, we're at over 4,300 people. So that's incredible growth on just a Facebook page. It's called Car Guys of Southeast Iowa, but you don't have to be a car guy. You don't have to be from Southeast Iowa. You can be a car girl overseas. It's just that's where we grew up with Southeast Iowa. Right, um, right. It's a very active page. We have a lot of members that are very interactive with each other. Um, people ask advice on where I can find a shop to do this. If anybody's got this part, I'd like to buy it or trade it. If somebody's looking for this kind of car, if somebody wants this kind of work done, I know who can do it, so on and so forth. People are adding pictures, just kind of showing the car scene around what's out right now. Um, And we do a banner contest every week, just kind of acknowledging something fun every single week to keep people interactive on the page so it doesn't kind of die off, if you know what I mean. Well, you definitely have the, the right uh, recipe, the right mix, because uh, to have that much growth in that amount of time is incredible. And uh, yours truly, 
I follow that page as well and participate and um, put things up there once in a while and uh, always uh, give likes to the folks that are participating in the banner contest. And it's it's wonderful because you're getting a virtual car show right there at your fingertips. Yeah, it's about every week. And I think you've actually won the banner contest before, haven't you? Uh, yes, I have. I have. And uh, it was quite an honor. And what's really <laughs> cool about it, I'll tell the listeners, is you guys then take that picture and put it on the uh, Car Guys of Southeast Iowa Facebook page banner. And then you slap a little your Car Guys logo, which is a, a license plate that says Car Guys. And uh, it gets to feature the car for a week. And it, it's quite an honor. Sometimes when we do memorials, like when a fallen car guy or a family member has passed away, we'll do it for a couple weeks. Um, the license plate thing was just kind of a logo that Brian came up with years ago. And then, honestly, about a year later, Iowa started making those black license plates. So people were like, oh, you're using the black license plate. So we're like, no, no, no. We, we came up with the black license plate for our logo before the black license plates were for sale in Iowa permanently, like a regular Iowa plate. So that was kind of a weird cool, coincidence. Yeah, how cool is that? That that just shows that Car Guys of Southeast Iowa, they are trendsetters. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty darn cool. Well, you guys, uh, the, the Penn City Cruisers Car Club, you host a annual car show, and I know that's coming up here pretty quick. Can you uh, tell the Southeast Iowa Today listeners more about that, where it's at, and what to expect? The show is in two weeks on – Saturday, May 6th. Let me look at my calendar real quick. I think it's right. Yes, May 6th. Um, it's from 9 to 3. We do have to keep an eye on the river level because it's at Riverview Park by the big drawbridge, one of the main attractions of Fort Madison. Um, we have several awards. We had so many sponsors this year that I had to up the awards from top 25 to top 30 now. So getting too many sponsors, I think, is a good problem. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a wonderful problem to have. Uh, we also have several uh, sponsors that ask us to come back to them every year, so we might see some repetitive sponsors. But hey, if they want their name out there, I'm all about getting their name out there and trying to help advertise for them. Uh, we also do, I think it's 14 special awards, such as I try to get our city officials involved too. I do a police chief's choice, fire chief. I do a mayor's choice. Deputy Sheriff's Choice, we do some of the regulars that a lot of car shows have too, like Best Interior, Best Engine, Best Wheels, and so on. This yeah. year we're doing another memorial award for a fallen member of ours, uh, Larry Ballard. He's been in the club for a long time, and he's a good active member, so we're doing a Larry Ballard Memorial Award. And uh, we have his wife that's going to come down and pick out the vehicle she feels Larry would like the best at the car show. Well, that's that's nice. we'll, have, we'll have the regular car show segregated in one area, and then we'll have all the club cars in another area. The club cars will technically be in the show, but not registered for an award or anything. And I'll tell you, my experience, uh, it's just a beautiful setting there on the river, and hopefully uh, hopefully the uh, the flooding and the, the river levels uh, don't affect the situation because it's just a wonderful setting. It's uh, uh, just really symbolizes southeast iowa and the mississippi river there and it's just it's just a wonderful setting and uh as far as um for folks that want to put their cars in what do they got to do just bring your car on down we'll have a registration table 
Um, it's fifteen dollars to enter the show. You'll get with that. You'll if you're the one of the first fifty entries, you'll get a goodie bag with all kinds of different car stuff in there. Could be anything from a sponsor that we have like O'Reilly's or something. They'll have a cup in there. We'll have some pins in there. We'll have uh, some flyers for other shows in there. You'll also get a T-shirt with the event on the front. You'll get a dash plaque that'll match that T-shirt. And then you'll get a voting ballot. And then you get a door prize on down the table. Just all kinds of goodies. We try to make it as fun as we can and give out as many goodies as we can. Well, just right there is, is well worth the price of admission for one thing. And, and speaking of that, uh, as far as spectators go, is there a cost for spectators to come and see all these beautiful rides? No, there's not. Spectators can come for free, look around, and have a good time. We were fortunate enough last year that the old fort right there on the riverfront was open so people could do tours. And then right across from the railroad tracks, there's a train depot, very famous, and that'll be open again this year as last year. There's a historical society building that'll also be open this year, just like last year. We'll have an actual, um, not a canopy, but like an actual restroom building um, that you can go use the restrooms, wash your hands, because I like that a lot better than porta potties. A lot cleaner. Yeah. Pavilion. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for with pavilion. But well, hopefully, like, go ahead. I used to say it's a class act. The whole, the whole, the show is, and your the location is wonderful because you're getting, you're getting uh, history and uh, from you know things from the past, and then living history that's continued on the time capsules of the vehicles. Yes, and being on the river, like you said, I hope the river stays down because it's just the perfect area. I, I'm not just saying that because I'm biased, you know, but I just I love that area. You got the river view, and you got the barges coming through. You got the trains going by. It's just perfect. So. Hopefully the man upstairs can keep that water down because up north I know they're getting a lot more rain than here, but we can't control Mother Nature. No, that's for sure. I know up in uh, Davenport right now they're already seeing it uh, coming up over uh, uh, the the wall there in Leclerc Park in downtown Davenport. So yeah, hopefully hopefully it'll slow down and and not happen. And you know one of the really neat things about uh, Southeast Iowa is there are so many car enthusiasts, men and women both, that are just really into into cars and trucks and vehicles and, and their rides. And from what I've seen, and I've I've been lots of places around the United States and looked at lots of cars and car shows. And uh, the Southeast Iowa cars they can hold their own against up against any other cars I've seen in the country. They're just well-maintained and, and beautiful machines. I'll definitely agree that Southeast Iowa does have a lot of enthusiasts. I mean, I've seen pictures from other areas of the, of the, I'm just keeping up with Iowa and the tri-states mainly with Illinois, Missouri, but Southeast Iowa does seem to have the perfect location for locals that live just into Illinois or Missouri in Iowa in general. It just seems like it's the prime location. That might just be because we're used to this location, but like I said, I've seen pictures from all over Iowa, and there's nice cars. There's a lot of cars, but it just seems like our area, hence the name of Car Guys of Southeast Iowa, there's just so much going on in this area, and it's just nonstop events to pick from. Some days are hard to choose. Yeah, some days, uh, because of the fact, like you say, the tri-state area with uh, Missouri and Illinois as well, it's it's like right now there's there's something going on somewhere 
and they're, yeah. and they're will there and it just and sometimes there's two or three things going on in a weekend and it's going to continue that way pretty much up till November. Yeah. We've had several businesses ask us to help them do events at their facility. And one of the main things I tell them is you got to pick out a couple dates. Don't just pick one, uh, get your dates to me. I'll kind of see what's going on. Cause I do keep track of every weekend all summer long of what events are where. So I'll tell them like, Ooh, that's not a good day. There's like five other events that day. So let's do it. Maybe the day before or the next weekend, they'll give me a date. I'll be like, okay, that one should work. There might be an event in the, in the evening, but the daytime, the morning is available. So when you get to like August, September, October, it's going to be busy every single weekend. That's for sure. Now, Chad, describe um, to our listeners, what it means to be a car guy and what is that feeling you have when you're in your ride when you have your favorite shotgun rider sitting sitting uh, next to you what what's that feel like to you i just love driving with the windows down and hearing the exhaust of not just my car but passers-by my shotgun rider i got lucky with her because she grew up around vehicles her father still has a vehicle he bought in 1977 brand new and I've convinced him since I've been with her to get it out and show it more often. So I just, I've been into cars since I was a young kid and it's just something I've always liked. My father took me to car shows and then uh, my stepdad at the time got me into actually working on my car. And then I've kind of developed some skills myself. There's still things I have friends help me with, but I just love going to car shows for the fun, the camaraderie with people. I love talking to people about my car if they ask, or I talk to them about their car. I like if I just go to a car show and I get a thumbs up by somebody walking by, just that it's kind of hard to describe that feeling. It feels better than somebody saying I got first place. I mean that's a good feeling too. Don't get me wrong, but when I have somebody that comes to just talk about my car because they had one when they were a kid, or I just bought one for my son or my wife, my daughter, just the feeling of people appreciating what you've got and what you've done to it is just an indescribable feeling. And then when you got a shot, when you got your shotgun rider with you, and she enjoys going to those events, and she sees how happy you are talking to people about your vehicle, it's just it's a great feeling. It's really hard to describe, but it feels better than winning any award. That's the bonus, but I go for the people. I go for the the group and, of people and, that we take. That's right, and you know, and we got to give a shout out to to Jess. Yep, Jessica Wyler for sure. She is my yeah. fiance. We. Been together for three years now, plan on getting married next year, and she is already, she wants me to get my car out of storage before I'm ready, because I got to change the oil in it, got to clean it up and all that good stuff. So she's asked me, so are we going to go out to the car today and put the battery in? I'm like, well, no, not this weekend, maybe next weekend. So she kind of gets on me to get the car ready, because honestly, she absolutely loves it. She loves the hobby. I told her when she joined our car club, you're going to make a lot of friends, because a lot of people are close. We don't just have people that go to one event because they want to go and nobody else is going. If we have a whole group going, most of the time, um, they will enjoy that. Uh, that is, that is, you sum it up so well. I know, I mean, I have the, some of the same feelings that you do when I'm out there driving in my General Lee. You know, the four windows are down, cruising. Andrea, my wife, she's riding shotgun. Uh, the like you said, the sound of the the engine, the sound of the exhaust, some of the smells. Sometimes you'll smell a little gas if it's burning a little, 
rich or a little lean, you know, and then sometimes a, a, a little bit of a burnt oil smell, things like that. Things that uh, just are really wax nostalgia and just uh, just uh, make you feel alive. It's just a it's a great sensation, and it's um, it's going to be interesting as as we move on into the 21st century to see how our hobby evolves and uh, um, it seems like uh, electric cars are being forced on us and uh, you know I'm, I'm gonna kick and scream the whole way before I ever have one <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm, no, not, I'm not looking forward to that yeah no no offense to folks that like those but I think uh, when we live in America we should be allowed to have our choices I totally agree. And the the exhaust is going to sound so different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, though, do you ever catch yourself driving down the highway and you see a nice car coming at you and you just roll the window down just to listen to it going by? I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Even when people a... drive by me on the highway on a four-lane road or something, they pull up beside me and just give me a thumbs up. Love that yeah. feeling. I just love it. Well, what's even crazier, too, and, and it's fun, is when – you, they, they're coming along and they're right alongside of you and they don't pass, they don't slow down, nothing. And all you kind of look and they're taking a picture. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love it. Yeah. That's, it, that's one of the benefits too, about driving your car to all these events and not trailering it. Nothing against people that trailer their vehicles. I realize some people have a lot of money into them, but it's just not the same as driving it just for exactly what we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. The, with driving it, you get all those extra things that come with it. And you actually get to enjoy it. You know, I, I, I appreciate all the uh, all the cars that come to, to cruise-ins and car shows. Um, and I'm a member of the Corn Country Cruisers in Washington, actually vice president right now. And we really love to see everybody come up to the square on Washington. And we're starting that on, I think, Saturday, May 13th. But, um, you know, sometimes I watch the guys that bring stuff in on trailers. And they are in a whole different mode than I am when I drive mine because, I mean, you know, they don't want anybody to touch it. They don't want anybody to get too close to it because they've got so much wrapped up into it. Um, they almost become museum pieces, don't they? Yes, I, I agree. I know people like to trailer their vehicles to further car shows because it's a much bigger show, like thousands and thousands of cars. But, I mean, our our little southeast Iowa area, there's a bunch of cornfields around here, a bunch of farmers, you know, and we want to drive our cars and leave some black marks down the road. And like you said, we want to burn some gas, and we just want yeah. to hear that exhaust. It's just that more right. fun, and you get more into it, I think, as you actually drive it. That's for sure. And uh, now um, you're quite a bit younger than me, and you're you're very active in the club, and I think those are – some of the ingredients that help a uh, car club thrive. How do you get folks, guys and gals younger than you to get on board and be part of the hobby? I'd be like to reference myself when I'm growing up that if you start younger to, to kind of get interested in it, and then you find your niche on what you like about cars or what you like about events, and you start maybe working on a vehicle growing up with your parents or a friend, and then you kind of, when you get old enough, you buy your own. If you start young enough, you'll get more interest in it, I feel, than just um, buying a car when you're 18 or if you're an adult. You know, you finally are retired and you can buy your first show car. It might be kind of late to get really interested in it, but if you start younger, 
you might be able to gain more respect for the hobby. It's kind of a slow dying hobby at some points in the year, but I try to get it to stay active no matter what happens. During COVID, I try to stay as active as I can because people were getting so down on everything and they didn't want to go out. So you got to do safety measures and so on. But I try to get younger people to join my club specifically because I don't try to have stipulations per se to join the club. Like, you know, some people are like, well, I don't know if I can make a lot of meetings or I, I work on the weekends, so I can't go to a lot of events. That's not all that we're looking for in a club. And I hope other clubs are the same way because we might have some members that go to a lot of car shows, but not as much time for meetings or vice versa. They might not have enough time to go to, um, you know, the other way around. They might be able to go to more meetings, but they can't go to so many car shows. Some of them can't really do both, but they like to be with a group of car people that have the same interest. Just because your car might be covered in rust, I'm not going to say, no, you can't join the club because your car is not cool enough. You know, who am I to say that car is not cool enough to be in a car show? I mean, right. we, there, are, there are classes that have rusty but trusty or special interest, so they're trying to get everybody else into it. Yeah. But it's just we're so close in general of, you know, we're all positive. We're all happy. We try to all have the same ideas about going to a car show or event to go there to have fun. Winning an award is a bonus, but we like to hang out as a group. We like to sit together as a group if we can, because some shows they park you all separate. But just the fun of it with all my car people in the summertime is what I look forward to the most. It, you just describe it so well. I mean, I have the same experiences. I was uh, I was uh, lived in the Quad Cities for most of my life, and I was the uh, a member of the Quad Cities Cruisers for 18 years. In nine of those years, I was president of the club. And wow. uh, the things you talk about are the things that uh, I experienced and 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 tried to figure out hurdles to get get uh, more people involved in that sort of thing. And one of the things that I I always did at our cruise ends was, you know, a lot of people associate the old cars and then old music, you know, yes, 1950s and 60s music which I love. I love a lot of it. But I also realized, hey, we've got younger folks that don't relate to these songs because they weren't kids then, but they were kids mm -hmm. in the 80s and they yeah. were kids in the 70s. And and it, I think it helps when you, you mix in uh, all the different music from all the different generations, just like all the different cars from all the different generations. Yep, I totally feel the same way. And when we have people that actually hire judges for car shows, that's one thing I like to mention, too, is have, have the judges be, you know, all different areas of age. Like maybe have a 20-year-old judge and then like a 40- or 50-year-old or maybe 60- and 70-year-old. That way we can respect all the older generation cars and then all the newer generation cars. Because some, right. some of the more older people might not like a brand-new car at all, but then if you get a 20-year-old, or I'm not being biased on that age, but if you get a younger judge that doesn't like old cars it's not really fair so if you get them non-biased you get them all different ages it just turns out a lot more fair i feel i i totally agree and you know one of the things we were saying 15 years ago in the car hobby is um the the honda accord was that generation's 1932 coupe yeah so if yeah. i tried definitely to 
preach to my members and friends or anybody, when you're going to a car show, everybody has different tastes. I, I personally, there's some cars that I just don't really like, but you'll never hear me going up and saying, oh, man, why is he driving that? Man, that car is just stupid. No, I'm not going to do that. I respect everybody's interest because I know some people don't like vehicles that I've driven when I grew up. So I remember how that feels when people used to talk down on my vehicle, and then I take that into my adulthood and everybody else around me to preach to them, just keep your comments to yourself. Everybody likes different kinds of cars. That's a great message. And, and on a whole, most uh, car guys and car gals are exactly that way. And, and that's why it's so so much fun to be around those people. And if you're new to the hobby, um, you might see somebody sitting in a lawn chair and they, they might look a little uh, grumpy or something. Well, that might just be their resting face. Go up yeah. and talk about their car, and the next thing you know, they're smiling, and, and have you're both having a great time and a great conversation. Yes, for sure. I've I've went up to people like that, just like you're mentioning there. I'm like, well, this guy looks like he's had a bad day, but I'm assuming this is his nice car sitting next to you. So I'll just start talking to him. And like you said, ear to ear, the guy's smiling. It's just yeah. it's a great feeling when you see somebody else's face and the emotions in their face. The same way that I feel when somebody comes up and talks to me. I was like, I know how that feels. So I want to give that feeling to somebody else. That That's just a – it's a wonderful – it's a wonderful uh, a message and a wonderful uh, a plan to go by, and I, I commend you on that. You do a great job with that, Chad. Chad, can you tell the uh, listeners of Southeast Iowa today, if they want to get a hold of you or learn more about Penn City Cruisers Car Club or Car Guys of Southeast Iowa, what's the best way to do all of that? If you are on social media, Facebook specifically, just simply go to the search. I mean, just simply type in Car Guys of Southeast Iowa. It should be the only one that pops up. You just put in a request for it. We got two questions that we ask you on there automatically. You have to answer both of those. Otherwise, you chance on not being approved. And we do that to avoid spam. Um, and then same thing for Penn City Cruisers. Uh, the name of it is just Penn City Cruisers Car Club. Same thing. I got it set up where you have to answer two questions. Usually, it's are you from the area? And how did you hear about this page? Simple as that. Um, if you want, if you don't have social media, um, you can always contact me via my cell phone number. Or I don't know how you want to get that out of me. If you want to say it over the radio, that's fine. If not, yeah. you know, I have an email address. If, if you're okay with doing that, then please share it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my cell phone number is three one nine four seven zero four three one one. Um, I have an application that we have everybody fill out for the car club. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory on questions on there and details about your vehicle. Uh, we do $15 yearly dues for just a single member, and then we do $24 for a family. And the $24 family dues covers you and your wife or you and your wife and your 10 kids. It's a family due. We don't put a limit on how many people you add as a family. Well, in this day and age, that's pretty darned affordable. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, for folks that may not under, you know, because on Southeast Iowa Today on Round Guy Radio, we get people listening to uh, our shows all over the United States and also um, different parts of different countries and different parts of the world. Explain how Penn City Cruisers got its name. What did they get their name from? The Penn, P-E-N, 
and the name comes from Schaefer Pin, which used to be a very popular pin factory in Fort Madison. The building is still there. You can still see the faded bricks on where the sign was. And then when BIC came out, BIC pins, they bought out Schaefer's. So they got shut down. BIC took over all over the United States. I, I have some myself. I'm guilty. And then it's just Penn City because Schaefer Penn was one of the main attractions and the only big factory in Fort Madison. And then Cruisers was just kind of a name that was thrown on there. Years ago at the very beginning, they just kind of threw out. I wasn't part of it because I didn't join at the time. But they threw out a bunch of different names and just Penn City Cruisers is the one that stuck in honor of Schaefer Penn. Well, that is pretty cool. Um, I I bet a few people learned something today right then and there. <laughs> I, like <laughs> I know telling, I did. I do like telling that story because, you know, you see some other names of different car clubs, and you can kind of figure out why they're named that. Right. Penn City, people that don't know anything about Fort Madison, they're like, well, how'd you come up with that name? That's kind of cool. I tell them the same thing I just said. They're like, yeah, I did not know that. You know what I thought it was, you know, because I never knew this until right now. I thought it was because of the the former Fort Madison Penitentiary. We do get that a lot. You are not the only person to say that. Yeah. So, and it has nothing to do with the penal system. It's all about ink pens. Yep, that is for sure. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, Chad. We've had a great conversation, I think. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, is there anything that I should have asked you about the hobby uh, that I didn't? I feel like you covered it very well. Um, definitely a good conversation. It was definitely fun. You're getting me more into wanting to get my car all set up. I still got to change the oil and clean it. So you're kind of – I'm anxious to see my car friends. I'm anxious to see you at a car show, too. I'll definitely be at your – your pause event in August because I just love going to car shows that are for a special cause for sure. Well, that's great. Thank He's referring to the pause and more car show that'll be coming up uh, in August of 2023. And I think the date is the 23rd. Um, don't get mad at me if I got that a little wrong, but we'll talk about that more as, as we get closer to it and really enjoy it when uh, you, you and a bunch of your, your uh, fellow cruisers come up uh, because you always, uh, you bring in a great show. So, Chad, thank you so much for being on today. I thank you for having me. You know, you're quite welcome. That was Southeast Iowa car guy Chad Schneider on this episode of Southeast Iowa Today, presented by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident and Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. I'm your host, John Bain, on behalf of Round Guy Radio. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.